Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. My name is Russell Boise. I am your host for Just Talking Music. Welcome back, everybody. We had a great episode a couple weeks ago. And uh, for those of you who are listening for the first time, let me explain the uh, the format for this uh, podcast. We are off-the-cuff conversation about really any subject in the music industry. And there's a lot to uh, discuss. I know two weeks ago we had a great episode on the Beatles uh, recorded song, Now and Then. That was uh, about three months ago. And we went back and forth and kind of, you know, let you know how, you know, that song uh, was developed. And uh, we had some great feedback from uh, listeners and, and people making comments. But there's so many uh, subjects to talk about in the music industry. We bring those up, and then occasionally we do have a guest uh, that does come on, and uh, we have a great guest with us uh, this evening, uh, which we'll discuss in a little bit. Now, if you're online, we do have pictures in our slideshow, um, and you can see our guest there. You know, we're going to be playing uh, you know, one song, of his this evening, but, uh, this is an uh, unscripted, uh, podcast. So no scripted, you know, questions, uh, just a good casual, uh, conversation. And, um, our guest tonight is Le Colonel Blumkin. Now we've had him on before great artist. And he was with us, uh, about, about three years ago, we had a previous uh, production called Original Lyric Stream Radio, and uh, we had a great conversation then, and uh, we played uh, quite a bit of his music. And I believe uh, my co-host is, is with me now. Uh, Bill Miller, are you with me? I'm here. Yes, we had an excellent guest. I can't oh. wait to uh, get back to talking to him again. Absolutely. Uh, we had so many great guests on Original Lyric Stream Radio, Bill, and uh, uh, I think the, the best way to describe our guest is, uh, you know, an artist flair, a throwback to uh, the music of, uh, of of yesterday, and that's a, a compliment, believe me. Uh, and uh, we're going to hear a, a great track tonight. How are you doing? Uh, cold, damp, wet. Not used to this in Florida. <laughs> well, well Bill, you have to live it. in Buffalo now. I mean, I think no. uh, I saw the football <laughs> game in Buffalo, and, and they actually paid uh, people $20 an hour to shovel snow in the stands. Yeah, and I, I heard some of the people were actually sitting on snow while they were watching the game. I, I don't think so. I've <laughs> heard of TV. Exactly. Yeah, I I left snow a long time ago. I'm not uh, interested in that. And and our guest tonight is also from Florida, so we'll we'll get into a discussion uh, about the weather here too. Uh, 30s and 40s. I don't like so much. No, not at all. Mm. 
Well, let's get into the episode, Bill. Um, it, it's great to have, you know, again, a guest on that uh, that represents uh, the, the sound of yesterday. And here we're going to play a great track, and then we're going to bring him in uh, following this song. Everybody, take a listen to this great song. This is uh, So Nice by Le Colonel Blumpkin. Yeah, the butcher lives downstairs 
The spiders come in first, followed by the owls and all their wonders. Introduce uh, everybody, Le Colonel Blumkin, my friend. Welcome to Just Talking Music. Hello, hey Russell, hey Bill. It's um, it's great to be on again. Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. I really greatly appreciate it. I can't tell you how much. Great well, to hear uh, your voice again. In you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. And I know we spoke to you uh, three years ago on another production we did, but. Um, I got to tell you, and, and I know you had two collaborators uh, on the song, and I'm going to ask you to to mention them. But um, I'm going to tell you, I hear a little Sergeant Pepper's here, a little bit, Bill. What, Bill? What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I think there's a little bit of uh, that influence in this song. At least it sounds like it to me. I do. I, I hear a lot of Sergeant. Yeah, were yeah. were the Beatles a big influence uh, to you growing up? Uh, I mean, that was like um it was like the University of Vocal Harmonies 101, you know, listening to Beatles tunes either in the back seat of the my parents' car or they would play them a lot because we're we're fr- I'm from England and um you know, I remember I remember hearing them a lot on the on the record player and uh, Abbey Road was I mean, but they had all the all the albums, so that was kind of like really my first foray into into music. But their vocal harmonies just like jump out at you and like strangle you and say, "Listen to all these cool voices." And 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 that kind of blast of harmonies that I was listening to as a you know three or four year old uh, that really had a lasting imprint on me. And um, that's my most favorite thing in in all of music is. There's layers of harmonies, whether it's vocals or guitars or whatever instrument you want to bring, um, because it really is, it's, it's actively bringing multiple people together, you know, and that's kind of the whole thing about what's great about music. That's the bottom line. So <laughs> short answer, yes. <laughs> Beatles were huge. Yeah, and thank it, you for that sorry. compliment. I'll, I'll take a Sergeant Pepper's reference any day. I appreciate that. <laughs> Yeah, you're welcome. It's ironic. Uh, our episode two weeks ago was, was focused on the new track uh, the Beatles did now and then. And uh, it's amazing how that band, when they first started off, it was, uh, you know, She Loves You, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they progressed so deeply into mm-hmm. pop and rock and, and different genre styles along the way. Um, probably yeah. the most amazing band you, you can think of and how they transformed over the years. Yeah, I listened to your your interview 
from from last week, and yeah, I, I felt the same way. It was it was great to hear a, a new Beatles song, you know, and it's a beautiful song on so many levels. And the way they recreated the vocals and um, how Peter Jackson did the video, I mean, it's really touching. And um, yeah, I got to play it for my mom who hadn't heard the song over the you know the winter holidays. She hadn't heard it for the first time, so I kind of got to see her reaction to it, which is the same as mine when I first heard it, which was just like shock and love and overwhelmed joy and and um, and emotion too. I mean, it, I think a lot of people probably have the same response that it it just kind of it goes deep, you know, because that's how that's how those guys were. Um, they really touched you. Yeah, soul. no, no doubt. Um, I I think when Bill and I heard that, I mean. My first reaction was, you know, I was just standing there with, you know, my mouth open in shock. And then as soon as the string section blended in, oh, forget yep. it. I, I was, I was tearful. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's what I I admitted I was too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, well but, tell um, us about, I, the, think, I think the oh, question, yeah. every, I think the question everybody would ask first, tell, tell us about your, your artist name and, and how, the Colonel Blumpkin came about. <laughs> um, it, I don't know if I should be, uh, I should probably be a bit ashamed of it, I suppose, but um, it, it has, it's kind of a mix of, of me um, dredging my, my English roots a bit. And it's also something that was conceived out in the swamp, um, you know, chatting with a bunch of friends, and coworkers, and um, and then probably some other parts were um, well. Anyway, <laughs> the the there's a there's a a movie in Eng, an English movie called I think it's like The Adventures or something of Colonel Blimp, and you know he's kind of one of these old you know stuffy you know British types from the you know the Victorian period who went about you know around the world wreaking havoc as the Brits did. Unfortunately, that particular pers- type of personality, you know, with the, you know, the twitchy, the, the thick twitchy mustache and, and, you know, stiff upper lip and, and, um, you know, reserved uh, kind of, or wry sense of humor. That, um, that was really uh, touching to me because one of my dad's um, bosses, when he was in the Royal Air Force, um, he didn't fly planes, he actually painted grass. But anyway, that's another thing. Um, but one of his bosses kind of had that personality, the, the Colonel Blimp personality. And I he used to, and he was great at telling the stories of, of those times and imitating him. And, and so I kind of have always um, been fascinated by that movie. And then somebody else, um, when I, you know, much later when I was having conversations with folks uh, out in the um, in in the wetland. Uh, they were talking to me about um, various terminologies and um, and there's something like uh, what is known as a blumpkin. We don't need to go into what that is, but I kind of liked the idea <laughs> of, 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 of it relating to blimp. And because it was Colonel Blimp, and my name is Colin, and the friends in the swamp used to call me the Colonel, um, the Colonel thing kind of stuck. Maybe it was Colonel Blimp, but the Colonel Blimp was already taken, but there's this other word called Blumpkin, Colonel Blumpkin. And, um, and I just put lay in front of it just because why not mix it up and make it sound French and twisted, you know, so. Uh, nice. Yeah. Nice. 
if I could live another lifetime, I might choose another moniker, but there you go. <laughs> well, you know, when you, when you take a look at the photos in our slideshow, um, I think the first thing that comes to mind and Bill, I don't know if you agree, but you seem very confident in, on stage in, in your performance, very relaxed, very confident. Um, and, and listening to this music, I mean, I, I can see it, it, you have a, you have a artist flair uh, about you, which uh, it, it's great. Has, is that developed over time or were you just naturally, you know, comfortable on stage performing? Well, it's funny because um, when I'm on stage performing, the last thing I feel is confident and shaking like a leaf okay. is more like it. But I'm really <laughs> glad that you think I'm confident and that you, uh, I mean, the <laughs> idea though is to project a flair. Um, where it comes from is, I think just from an early age and, and maybe, you know, from, from me and my sister joking around and my dad being a bit of a rat bag, I just kind of have a, a rat bag streak in me, you know, like a cheeky rat bag. And, and there's nothing more wonderful than being a cheeky rat bag um, in front of people dressed in, you know, sparkly sequins, you know, high heel shoes and things like that. And, um, and I think a lot of it comes from the fact that I resonated, as many did, with David Bowie. You know, once you hit that kind of adolescent phase and then you discover David Bowie and then your mind goes on a, a complete wayward journey. And uh, from there, it was all over. I think after I listened to Spiders from Mars and um, Diamond Dogs, my life as an innocent young semi-Brit was completely over. And it was, <laughs> it was full-on trippy rat bag from there on out. But, um, I, I was yeah, going to so mention I'm, I'm David you, Bowie. And, <laughs> yeah, I was going to mention oh, go David Bowie. Also, Freddie Mercury. Have you ever, have you looked up to Freddie Mercury as well? <laughs> Funny you should say that. Um, yes, uh, Freddie Mercury. I mean, Queen and and the Beatles were my upbringing. You know, I, I can't I can't say one was more than the other. They they just both kind of took over my brain and held it hostage. You know through my younger years, which was great. Um, and about four, no, six, six years ago, uh, a buddy of mine who got in touch with me through band mix, Stu, asked me if I wanted to be in a Queen tribute band, um, playing the part of Brian May, because he knows I have a Brian May guitar, a guitar, you know, which matches my, you know, gold outfit, and it's all planned. Um, but I was like, yeah, sign me up. And then COVID hit, and I also got sick, and I just kind of had to um, reluctantly divorce myself from that project. But he kept it going over COVID and then formed a band. And about um, a year ago, he got back in touch with me, and he's like, hey, Colin, you don't have to play Brian May, but can you do some vocal harmonies? I was like, harmonies? Harmonies? Yes. You rang. And um, yeah, I was like, man, I can do that. Um, but I mean, while I was trying to work on this tribute band of Brian May many, many years ago, um, I listened to nothing but Queen for, you know, like six to nine months. Um, and it was also very therapeutic for me as well, because a lot of um, hard things were happening in my life, listening to Freddie Mercury and um, the way he sang the lyrics and, and just the, you know, the lyrics themselves were so, they touched me like hardcore, you know, like his songs, like friends will be friends. It just makes you feel uplifted. It makes you 
feel cared for. It, I mean, he kind of makes you think about how to be a better human. And, um, yeah, I, I felt very close to Freddie Mercury um, during that time. And I think I even had, like, a dream a couple years ago, maybe, like, early COVID, where I was his boyfriend. And I was like, oh, that's so nice. I'm Freddie Mercury's boyfriend. And then um, and then I woke up, and obviously <laughs> that bubble was burst. But that was kind of a trip because, um, yeah, for, for a few reasons. Probably well, nobody who knows yeah, you have about the, that. Um... I, you had the the duet with uh, with Bowie and and Freddie Mercury un, under pressure. Yes, yeah. So um, that I mean, I I enjoy singing the those songs, and um, now as like the chief kind of harmony person, and we have another we have some kind of twisted stuff going on with with this band now. But um, but yeah, I, I get to sing the David Bowie part, and yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in my element. I'm just in my element because. You can't really, you can't now spend we, enough time on those songs. Oh, exactly. We have, uh, you know, a few minutes left, but I wanted to bring up, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you have also performed in the singer-songwriter festivals that were on the East Coast, the land, Florida, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, used to be in Daytona and then uh, Ormond Beach. Did you perform in, in one of those at mm-hmm. one time? Yeah, when the okay. band I was in, the Sea Monsters, Monsters, yeah, we played in a couple of those. We played at Delanda Palooza um, like maybe 10 years ago, and then a few years after that, we played at the the Deland Music Festival, the one that the big one that happens in November. Um, yeah. That was, that was a blast. And that's such a cute town, and it's, it's such a great place to just see, you know, a gazillion <laughs> bands in the span of a few few days, and yeah, that's where Bill volunteers um, every year, and he lives in Deland. So, uh, Bill, uh, he, he might have been on your stage a time or two. Uh, well, the only, the only stage I've ever been on is in Chess Park, and that's that's kind of my signature spot. But, um, yeah, the Land Festival is – just tremendous. It's, it's, I've seen so many people and great acts come through there. And even at my stage at Chess Park, I have had some tremendous people come through there with such talent. Great festival. Now, my, yeah, my friend, you live on the East Coast. Do you, do you live in the St. Augustine area? Um, no, I'm, I'm down in West Palm Beach. West Palm Beach, that's right. That's right. That's a that's a be- beautiful area, not too far from us, uh, not too far from Bill. I'm on the opposite mm-hmm. coast in uh, in Palm Harbor, uh, the west coast. And okay. how are you dealing with yeah. these uh, 30, 40 degree temperatures? I enjoy them greatly. Um, I, they don't quite get to 30 <laughs> or 40 degrees down in West Palm, but anything below 80 to me, um, I will, you know, <clears throat> I will – go down to a t-shirt and just take in all the cold I can. And hopefully I can continue shivering into like May and June. And that will make my, that will make my day. I'm definitely a cold person. <laughs> yeah, increasingly my body enjoys more cold than, than, than hot weather. Unfortunately, it didn't used to be that way, but yeah, I'm, I'm well, thoroughly. Before we it. let you go, before we let you go this evening, please let it, or they can find, can you hear me okay? Hello? Yes, yeah, I can. We, we got yep. Hello? Oh, sorry. You cut out for a second there. Yep. You, I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? Uh, that's okay. 
No, before we let you go, just let everybody know where they can find you uh, on the web. Oh, um, the best way to find me is go to Facebook and type in Le Colonel Blumpkin, um, kind of a mouthful, but um, that will have links to just about everything. Um, if you prefer not to do Facebook and you want like the alternative type website, you can go to ReverbNation.com and forward slash the C monsters, and that's C as in the letter C, and that will also bring up a whole bunch of music um, and a couple other tunes that Misty Renard and Yakiv Kwiatinski are on as well, um, and just about everything else I've done in my sordid past. <laughs> well, Le- Le Colonel Blumkin, thank you so much for being on with us uh, tonight, and it was great to reconnect with you. Uh, love your music. I think you just have a great flair, style, uh, the whole package. It, it's wonderful. And, you know, please keep us posted on, on what you're doing. And we'd love to have you back on uh, Just Talking Music again. Well, thank you. I certainly will. And thank you again so much for having me and this wonderful, this wonderful experience. Um, yeah, I can't thank you enough. Thank you. Uh, Oh, you're welcome. Have a good night. We will uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks. Cheerio. Well, that's uh, Le Colonel Blumkin. What a great artist and uh, a great track, Bill. Um, I don't think we've ever spoke with, with anybody in the past that that has that Beatles type of sound. And, I mean, that, that really could be a Sgt. Pepper's type of song. I don't think we've ever had anybody like that either. And I, that song sure did remind me of something from Sgt. Pepper's. I mean, it, great vocals and everything. I mean, the whole song was just really, really great. Yeah, the, the, the harmony was spot on. I mean, it was uh, are, are very, very articulate. It was, it was wonderful. Yes, it was. Yeah, I'm, I'm a... Uh, Vocal person, harmony type person, so I, I enjoyed it a whole lot. I mean, always in for good harmony. Well, we're going to be uh, back with you, everybody, in a couple weeks, and uh, we have a good subject to discuss. I won't I won't give away what the episode is, but uh, it's a very good uh, subject for uh, artists that like to network, and uh, we're going to discuss that in, in great length on the next episode. Bill, great to. Uh, talk with you again and uh everybody this is our episode with Le colonel blumkin on just talking music i hope you have a good week good weekend we'll see you next time <laughs>